fat fucking bar. <laughs> that clip is clip can be. Um, I don't know. I almost was like back in the saddle again because it's been so long. But I was like, that's fucking corny. Can you do back in the Saturn again? Because that's what I used to sing when that song came out and I was grabbing my Saturn. I'm not going to do that. Because then we have to explain how you stuff Yo, it's that. DJ Cam and he's... That's fucking horrible. <laughs> Suck my white ass. This is It's Been On My Mind, back after a long break. Don't even fucking start with me, Paris. <laughs> I had to look at Dave and do that. Yeah. Already razzing me five seconds back into the podcast. Loaded. And I'm here, as I already said, with Paris Dowdle. It was, uh... That was way too flirty. Um, <laughs> David Charles Moore the Third, A.K.A. Steve Dangle, A.K.A. Four Farmer. Classic throwbacks. And my brother, Nathan Murphy. This is me. Hi, Nathan. And we're just going to be talking about the things that have been floating around in our mind for the past couple weeks or months because it's been a while, but we're back now, so it's all good. Are you stuck in slow mo? (laughs) Does uh, starting this cast off? Any anyone have anything they want to start with, or you want me to fucking get started with it? Can't get you some. All right, so. I've been on that old get fit mode, going to the gym, going to Planet Fitness because I'm poor and it's cheap. We get lit, we don't get fit. I I ain't that. And a few things about it. One, kind of pisses me off when I see old dudes that are fucking ripped (laughs) and doing crazy exercises that I can't do. And I'm like, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm in my mid-twenties. I'm rocking it. And then I see like an old man who should be on the decline. Like, it's my time now. Mm-hmm. And I see an old man lifting three times as much of me just with his fucking abs rip. And it's like, you should be dead. I, I hate that you're flexing <laughs> on me right now. Homie <laughs> walks around the locker room with yeah. his dick out. Straight up. You know that old guy's got his dick out in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. No, here's the real weird thing. Is there's a guy who goes to the gym. Because I'm not anymore because my new job I have to wake up in the morning. But before, I was going at weird times because I'm a weird person going to like one in the morning. And there's this like one in the morning Planet Fitness crew. Like you see the same old people shit. when you're working out that late. And there's this old dude who works out there and he doesn't really work out much. And it's the middle of summer and he wears like a fucking fleece vest and a long sleeve <laughs> shirt and he works out. And the one day I go in there and I go in the locker room and he's just watching the golf channel on the TV in the locker room. And it's like, no. <laughs> No, it, fleece vest. Fleece vest. <laughs> Warm, snugged up as can be in the middle of July. That's it. Fucking negative 40 out? Yeah. And he's fucking there, like it's Anchorage, Alaska, watching the golf channel. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I go, and I work out for an hour and a half. Don't see him. Go in the locker room. He's watching the golf channel. It's like, brother, it's one in the morning. Go home. He's going there to watch TV. Yeah. Bro. yeah. Like, he's literally just there. He's like... I ain't paying for cable. Planet Fitness, ten dollars a month. Cable's hundred something. Yo, what dude? What did his clothes look like? Did he yeah. look like nice looking, or was he homeless? <laughs> no, yes. he 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 looked nice. He had a ten dollars a month is a nice nice spot to live. Yeah, yeah. He he's investing all those cable savings into fleece vests. Now, yeah, a very nice fleece vest. He's going to Burlington, dog. But what yeah. I gotta tell you is, y'all love that straight up four dollar champion shorts. Yep, yep. But. Especially in the big and tall section. These are my Burlington shorts right here. That's lit. <laughs> Yo, but Cam, uh, I'm not going to mention his name. Old uh, 
what the hell was he? He was a counselor at the intermediate school I work at. Does not have cable at home just because him and his fam- his family didn't want it. You know, they probably do the same thing we all do now where it's Wi-Fi and Netflix and yeah, all that bullshit. But he loved watching football. And he would go specifically on game days, whether it be college or NFL. And he was a big, he worked out a lot and he would do triathlons and all that shit. And he would ride the bike and watch the games. And he would ride the bike the entire time he watched the game. He's like, dude, that, I paid $10 a month to go watch my favorite Jeez. Yeah, but at least he was working out, not just fucking hanging in the fucking Yeah, that guy's weird. When you're, like, trying to take a piss, and you can just, like, hear Why a dude silently watching the fucking <laughs> golf channel at 1.30 in the morning for at least 45 minutes, you know what I mean? You're halfway through your workout. He's been there the whole time watching Tiger Woods get at it. <laughs> and you're just like, huh. So this is what you choose to do when most of the world is sleeping. I think he's telling his wife that he's at work. He's probably like, oh, I, I'm Lost going to get job. strong. And then it's just like, I'm not working out fucking tonight. Like, how much must she suck or not exist? And he's just very lonely that he goes and hangs out at a Planet Fitness locker room at one in the morning. He might have just been looking for some fun in a Planet Fitness locker Yo, room. Yo, he was trying to Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You could have gone into the bathroom stall and tapped your foot and then, you know. Is there a glory I don't think There's so. A I don't know enough about fitness, gay bro. anonymous bathroom sex to like know the signals. Fucking maybe that, guys yeah. up. Maybe that's the thing. Like if if you're watching the golf channel, like maybe that's like the sign. It's like golf channel at one a.m. Like he's thinking about more than one stroke. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like you got to go up and like make some golf fucking dick sucking pun to him, and then he'll be like, uh, he gets it. Like he, he's part of the club. I, I guess they have a slow. I don't know. Related to jerking off, jerking another man off. I don't think so. It's definitely at least I've heard this. I don't know if it's true, but apparently golf stands for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Oh. And that it was originally never supposed to have chicks. That might be a I mean, fake that was thing I heard. All of America also. But yeah. They changed that. I mean, it was just a that's some. There's a bar in New York City. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. McSorley's. It's the oldest still operating bar in the country. Like, Abraham Lincoln drank Bro, there. It survived through Prohibition. I, I find this to be bullshit. There's like 47 fucking bars that they say were the first bar in the world. There was one in fucking outside of Buffalo in our no, park. No, so this one is legit because most other bars shut down during Prohibition. There's ones that claim to be, but they're either in new buildings or they shut down during Prohibition. This one has been open and operating in Prohibition, it stayed open as a quote-unquote soda bar. Is this the sawdust one you were telling me Yeah. About? It's yeah, super cool. cool. If yeah, you're ever in New York City, bar. check it out. McSorley's. Uh, they serve white beer or dark beer that is their own brew. That's all you can fucking that's get. That's awesome. It's, is it New York City price? No. It, it's two decent. big mugs for like 12 bucks. Yeah, yeah you get a pint. Oh, no, not even 12 bucks. You get like a pint for like 7, 8 bucks, which for a... Bar brew. Shit, they're selling PBR six yeah, ounces and you out get there for like eighteen bucks, aren't they? Lions had light. I saw one bar was selling it for seven dollars for a pint. In college, I would get Lions had light for four dollars a pitcher. Yeah, and then I saw it in New York City for seven bucks. So that's kind of like a Jesus. Whereas you get two chilled eight ounce mugs for like four or five bucks at McSorley's. That's the best part. They give you those frosty mugs. Yeah, yeah and you I get two smaller that. ones. Yeah, it's super dope. You guys but, all went there? Um, yeah, when I visited Cam down there. They had to have, like in the 70s, a threatened Supreme Court action to open it up to women. Craziest part about it, the owner 
for years before it was a woman, she wouldn't even step foot in the bar except for on Sundays to collect the money. No way. Like her grandpa owned it and it was a dudes only bar and she would just show up to collect the money and like because it was an heirloom basically. Yeah, and do the business stuff because she like respected the rule and then finally it didn't go to the Supreme Court but it got threatened to and they were like, all right, we'll fucking open it up. That's wild. That is still segregation. It it literally was. They were like, hey, this is wrong. It's like 1980, like let women in here, you weirdos. Figure it out here, guys. Um, We're going back to the continental. That's all I know. Yeah. Dude, I think it shut down but it moved. You would get so if you bought a beer, oh, which it was six dollars oh, for a Bud Light, I think I remember you this one. could pay ten dollars on top of that for so sixteen dollars total and get seven shots. Oh, that's it, right there. And you there, could split that. it between two things, and it wasn't well liquor. Like you could get Whatever. Jameson, yeah, and the dude had a challenge that if you thought he was watering it down or like replacing labels on bottles, he would crack a fresh bottle and have you like taste to compare them. Yo, like, geez. he's super proud of it. So, I'd go, I'd tip, like, $2. They'd give it to you on, like, a school lunch tray. You know, <laughs> so, 18 20 bucks. you know, however generous you were feeling. And you could go out completely sober and then just be fucking hamsky already. Because you just chug a beer in seven shots. And the thing is, chaser. You, you don't even have to, I mean, I've never been there, but at least I would think that you don't have to fucking slam them right there. You could no. sit there with seven shots. Yeah, and a yeah no, they, they give them, you know, a little and thing. So out. you do a shot, take a little drink, you know, hang out, do Always a shot. Always makes it worth drink. it to yeah. go out in the city a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things I think you were supposed to do as a group, but we'd all go and get our own little tray and just get ridiculous. But to loop back around, so my other thing with Planet Fitness is I feel like they're a little hypocritical because they have this whole judgment-free zone idea. But then they have things where they (laughs) razz people where they're like, yeah, it's a judgment-free zone, but don't be a lunk, they call it. And a lunk is a cliche bodybuilder because apparently that shames people that aren't super into bodybuilding. It's like, lunks are people who come and, excuse me, slam weights, which is annoying, wear tank tops, drink water and grunt when they no, lift and it's like people. that's kind of judgy to be like don't wear tank tops don't drink water which is a weird thing to judge and then the grunting thing it's annoying when people overly grunt but sometimes i make noise when i lift and it's not because i think i'm strong or trying to look tough it's because i'm weak as shit and need that extra power and sometimes dropping weights happens yeah, yeah. Like, it's better than on your face yeah. and they have a lunk alarm that if you drop a weight it'll go off and judge you real hard. Most of those gyms have floors that are built for weights to get dropped on. Exactly. I'm almost positive Planet Fitness has <laughs> those floors. Yeah. If you're doing deadlifts, you're going to drop it instead yeah. of setting it down that last yeah. time. Yeah, what you should be judging people for is bench pressing on the assisted bench that's there. Oh, that's, that's the thing. what you should I, I be do, judging yeah. people for. I, I just do dumbbell press because I fucking hate the Smith machine so like benches. Yeah. But Free weights. This leads me into, I just saw a news article where a man, let me pull up his name real quick, Is in New Jersey, or, or he was in Plainstown, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and his name was Eric Stagno. He was 34 years old from Massachusetts, and he walked into a Planet Fitness and just whipped off his clothes <laughs> in the middle of the workout area, <laughs> strutted around a few times before the article said, 
settling on the yoga mat. Naked? Naked. Completely naked. About to get his shit tucked. Where the police found him in a yoga-like position. Ooh. Yoga-like. That, that's what it said in quotation marks. So, like, not one of your standard, like, downward-facing dog or praise the sun that they can recognize. Like, dude's inventing new yoga moves naked in the Planet Fitness. Hot yoga. And the best part was his only statement to the police when they were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're under arrest for, you know, public indecency and lewdness, blah, blah. He's like, I thought this was a judgment-free zone. Got Yo, him. Yo, got him. <laughs> it's like... We're playing a fitness judgment-free zone, brother. Like, I can let it hang. Did you see the uh, Ninja American Ninja Warrior where the naked dude runs out and almost completes the whole course? No, swear He's to not God. being weighed down by clothes, man. Yeah. He's more flexible. Straight hanging out. And they let him run almost the whole thing before security can catch him. Oh, like he just ran out of the crowd, got yeah. dude, and just took off? Dude, he got through, like, all the oh, obstacles and was, like, doing poses and stuff. Got to the end, went to run up the ramp, you know... And then the warped did, wall didn't get the warped wall at the end, and then security That's got him all, that always gets people the warped wall. But he ran through the whole start of the course, like didn't didn't miss a beat. Yeah, he was like showboating. He ain't going out like many first time tries. Couldn't beat the warped wall. Yeah. So we're bringing it back to Dick's out in the locker room from Harambe. <laughs> from Harambe, obviously. Um, the first day of college football, we didn't have practice or anything. I'm sure Nate's seen a lot of peen in oh, yeah. college football. That's Dudes all there is. Having their dicks out. <laughs> Straight up. First day, I walk in. No practice, nothing that day. We're just signing in and everything. The first thing I see is just the tight end just sitting there, fucking open leg Captain Morgan, just saying, what's up to everyone walking in. <laughs> dick out. Straight up dick. Face. Check it's it a out. solid dick. That's a power move. Solid solid dick. Dick. It's uncomfortable yeah. for everyone. Yeah. But I love that. Also, <laughs> you know, that is weird honestly, to just be like, and we didn't need to change. We, Hello? No practice. The next day we started practice and everything. He just has a dick out. Yeah, just yeah. set the tone early. Exactly. Just be like, so this is what you're in for for the yeah. next four years. My <laughs> hog. Fucking rest in peace, Diamond Jim, because it's no longer Diamond Jim. But I will tell you, I used to go there with a buddy of mine, Keegan. I don't have consent to say his name, but his name is Keegan. And we, uh, we'd go... You know, sometimes early in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon. So many, like, old guy bodybuilders from the 80s when it was at its peak. At its freaking peak. These guys are just straight up walking around in the locker room. Straight dicks out, ass out, no no care in the world. Walking in the shower, having full-blown conversations. So next thing you know, I'm questioning, like, Am I going to suck this old guy's dick? Is it? Is <laughs> That's it? what I'm saying. Like, it's a scary flex to, like, just see, like, strong dude old man. Just be like, I'll never be that comfortable no. or strong with my body. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get there. I'm, I won't be like, that yeah, guy. I'm old yeah, but D, man. you're yeah. hanging, dog. D's yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, my yeah. I mean, not that I didn't take some showers in the football locker room in right. college, because you get fucking covered in mud or whatever if it's raining and shit, but like, it wasn't comfortable. It was like, get in, get it done, and yeah. get out. Yeah, that's the thing, is like... I wasn't like flaunting it. <laughs> sometimes you gotta do it, but... But you don't walk There's a difference between like, yeah, like, taking poses and being like, eh, and like not using your towel, like not even trying to hide it, just being like... Let's fucking get wild, boys only. Like, it's a little fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. People enjoy themselves when they're naked. A little too much, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think that's enough about naked old men. Um, Paris, <laughs> uh, what do you have for us? Shit, what's been on my mind lately? I don't know, dude. I've been pretty much losing my mind at this point. Fucking getting ready to have a baby. Clearly an alcoholic. <laughs> also still the striving. The first step to is um, no, but let's combine the two. What What is the first alcoholic drink you're going to give your kid when they get of age? A truly. A truly? Yeah. <laughs> because fuck White Claws. Why, why do they have to be of age? Yeah. I, I, I didn't mean yeah, of yeah. age like 21. I meant more like of age like... <laughs> when do you think it's a When you're like, here, have a... Most dads would say beer, but you'll say truly. My favorite part here, of Here, have life. a hard seltzer. My, oh, no, actually. Yeah, no. My daughter will not drink alcohol ever. Just kidding. But, I, I don't know. Anywho, my favorite part, one of my favorite parts about doing this with you guys, and it's been a while, is uh, I get so loaded before I do these podcasts, and then the next day I'm like, fuck, I said that about the old guy and the dick sucking. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Anyways, what's been on my mind lately? I've been going over a lot of albums from when we were probably like... Now I'm saying, like, what am I can? Um, fucking, I've been going over a lot of hip-hop and rock albums from when we were in high school. And just trying to go back and think about what those did for me at the time. Because before, it was just, it was just tunes. I was listening to what, I mean, like, Drake's first mixtape, if you call it, or Drake's first album. And how much that fucking shaped what was going on for me, you know? But, uh, run on sentence right now. I really thought about throwing you under... The boss. Why? I thought about bringing it up. I, I, if, if you up. don't want it in, I, I don't know. You you probably won't care because you just don't care about shit. But I was going to be like, what are you like? Yeah, I've been listening to like all this old music and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, boom, boom, boom. I want you in your room. Oh, dude, the Vanga Boys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, It's like the God. last three days he's just been like, found this dope track again. It was just like <laughs> throwing up the Vanga I'll Boys. Put you in my room. Yeah. Yo, because that shit will get you amped on your way to work in the morning. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But he just I, keeps playing me, like, punk rock songs, like, really good fucking very Paris music, and I'll be like, yeah. and then I got this Nine track for you, and it's fucking Vega Boys, like, super poppy, like, the very androgynous, yeah. Dude, I fucking love Chumbawamba as a kid. Oh, you, God. Yo, straight I up. I was tub thumping, as they used to call it back in the day. What's really been on my mind, and I made a post via social media today. About cover bands in this area. I just feel like this town, Elmira, New York, loves the same five or six cover bands that play Journey and Bon Jovi and occasional, like, fucking, when they pull out a Zeppelin song, at least I get half chub. (laughs) But, I mean, dude, it's like a good friend of mine said, this area is just an armpit for the arts. Because no one gives a fuck about original music or for instance like anything that you're trying to start they just want to go out and get fucking loaded with their friends and buy some dope and hear some background music. and hear some background music and it's like at that rate why don't you just put the jukebox on yeah because i know if if any of us were op- to open up you know a small original club we'd be pulling in people from ithaca binghamton you know the outside areas that want to yeah. come in and watch people and then there's the people from Elmira that have all this original music in their hands. And they're just like, eh, they're about to play Don't Stop Believing. You should pay them $1,500 and 
I'll barely even pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. So like even the guys in the cover bands, they're at least putting their whole night into it. They have families and jobs and shit too. At least fucking pay attention. Don't just sit there and get loaded and I don't know, do a flip. <laughs> Casual drunk. I don't think flip. I've ever seen people do a flip at a fucking alive yeah. after five. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, it's a live after five season, so I've been fucking going off lately. But it, it's behind the scenes shit, dude. I know how much these bands are getting paid. I know how much they're asking for and what they're doing. They've been playing the same three hour set for ten fucking years. Come on. I don't know. I think that it's one of those things like feel the dreams. If you build it, they will come. If we or somebody created this local music scene, people would come. And maybe they'd at first come just to get loaded, but as they got used to the bands, into the bands. Because I know there's a lot of bands that I just want to come out and get loaded with you or Christian that I go and see. Yeah. And that's like, Whiskey Gallo would open for you guys. Oh, and you're then at every show, dude. I come out just yeah. to get loaded with you guys. And I'm like, yeah, I'll see those guys play and get fucking drunk with them. And, and then they open and that's pretty good. And then the next time you guys play, normally I would go out like an hour or two later, but I see they're opening a little bit earlier. And I'll make some time to get out a little bit earlier because I want to catch their set because they're fucking solid. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is you got to build it. The problem is the bigger events in town where you can make a lot of new fans are the Alive After Fives where the board that's running them are a bunch of, you know, 50, 60-year-old divorcees, divorce dudes that just want to, like, relive them old days. man dance yeah, no. with their girlfriends and just have old man get horned up to have their once-a-month bone cinch. Dude, there's two... And they want to hear... Their, you know, journey, their fucking, you know, all their 70s, 80s covers. They don't want to fucking see the new kids. They don't want that youth thrown in their face. They want to hear their old songs and dance with their fucking wife or girlfriend. I'll tell you. Oh, sorry. The mic fell on me. Um, (laughs) I'll tell you, I think I struck a nerve in some of these older guys. Because they got on there and they're like, hey, you know, listen, there used to be an original scene here. But there's nothing left for these kids to grab onto. That's why it's turning into a ghost town. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you could gain some fans from going playing a live after five and street painting. It can happen. But if you want two original things that are going on in the area every year that have original music, it's iMatter and WAGFest. Yeah. And the thing is, WAGFest is still new. iMatter has been in the making since 2009. But it's like I've told people, iMatter has packed their lineup every year with the metal bands that are massive. The kids are in in love with them. And it feels as if in this area, you at least need to bring in one big headliner to give those locals a shot at getting more fans or it's just going to be all social media based and traveling. But yeah, that's, that's like my big, my big thought process now with the cover bands and I'm involved in the cover bands. I mean, Fat Nancy's pretty much a cover band. We have one, one album, and we play three hours of covers, but Soul and Rooster's a full-blown original band, and it'd be cool to get the radio stations back involved and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Playing a little local music, but yeah. everything's so interconnected now with the media conglomerates. Like, they're not going to break their big multi-million dollar record deals to play local bands yeah. like they used to. Yeah. They can't give that hour up of the money they can make. Yeah, it's like just yeah, four yeah. companies own all of the radio stations yep. across the nation. Yeah, and they're told to play, like, here's your playlist for the day. Like, it's not local DJs being like, I'm going to throw this track on. It is just, here's Tuesday, July 21st. Yep. These are your tracks for this morning show. 
you can talk in between them and throw out things about your town, but you're playing these tracks. That's in the contract. Three songs over and over. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm and saying. We need like a public access, like Wayne's World S, like television or radio Down in the basement, show or yeah, station yeah. where we can just be like, hey, we're doing this fucking thing. Yeah. On the Facebook post. But, uh, Really, that only exists like colleges have like college radio stations with like and I know Mansfield the, I mean, had one. It, yeah, shout out to last exit of the laws. They've been doing it for fucking twenty years, and they still have to promote and have their bands come play after midnight in Ithaca. But but that's cool because you guys got to play live on the radio, like not just they played your tracks, like you guys played live. Yeah, I played a full set on the radio. It was badass. Oh really? I was hammered. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, I tried to plan this Truly? whole thing out. Oh, <laughs> a lot of booze. Um, I was about to say, weren't you a white claw guy around that time? You had to discover the truly, the truly Pat. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but <laughs> I think that was like mid transition. Like you didn't care which you had. You just wanted that seltzer. So, <laughs> um, trying to plan this whole thing out for going to Ithaca and playing. And my buddy Duke's getting married. It's a few months before he gets married. And he tells me, you know, we're going to make up a number because I can't remember the fucking date. But he says, listen, the 17th of this month is my bachelor party. But it's just like before a wedding party with everybody. I'm like, all right, we can do that. Whatever. Not thinking. And then I'm like, shit. I have to play at midnight that night oh, in Africa, and he wants to start his bachelor party at like 2 p.m. <laughs> so I'm telling the guys, I'm like, listen, I'm going to have like three or four beers. I'm going to go home, watch some TV, eat, and just go and just chill out until we got to play. Knowing damn well that's not going to happen. That's not allowed to happen. I took 12, a 12 pack to fucking Duke's bachelor party, and Ended up shit-faced by 5 p.m. Got home around 7. Ate a massive amount of Chinese food. And my singer, Steve, and my guitar player, Jason, walk into my house. And I'm laying on my couch. This couch here? This couch that you're on. Shirtless, I imagine. Yes, shirtless. Uh, oh. And Maddie says, or Maddie's like, hey, you know, you got to get ready, babe. And I'm like, all right. Steve and Jason come in and they're like, bro, 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 what's up? We're leaving, we're leaving. And I'm like, I'm not fucking going. Because all you guys can, you all have been around me in mid-hangover drunk yeah. parents. Poor Rooster's over. Fuck Which that. is not a nice person. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not, no, why are we fucking going? And Steve's like, dude, he's a, like one of the nicest people in the world. Come on, man. I know you've had a long day. I'm like, all right, fuck it. But I'm not dealing with so and so. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so I get in the car. I'm like half asleep. We get up there. We're two hours early, which was a fucking mistake. We go to a bar that's just randomly across the street from the radio station. And Steve's like, you're taking a shot. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, we're going to get old P out again. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So next thing you know, there it's us and the two bartenders. One's clearly 28 and still in college, and the other one's just like 19 and probably has banged 47 fucking dudes that go into that bar, which is throwing shade because strut it. <laughs> but they're hanging out with us, they're cool, they're fucking pouring shots. Next thing you know, we're having some Swedish fish sour patch shot, all this whatever. I'm drinking Truly's and White Claws and fucking 
probably some weird beer and trying not to throw up. I catch my second buzz of the day, and the shit hits. And it's like, you ate Chinese food, and I know your fat ass <laughs> ate at this fucking bachelor party. And you got a shit. By this time, this is a long story, but you're listening. Yeah, I was about to say, this is like a fucking epic. Yeah. Like, move over, Homer. <laughs> like, by this oh, time, shit. there's like fucking a lot of college students in this bar. It's packed. I actually ran into a buddy from here. Working the door up there, which was cool because I hadn't seen him in a while, but I knew he worked in Ithaca as a cook during the day. And, uh, anywho, side note, there's a lot of college kids up there. I have to shit. Steve looks at me and is like, you cannot miss this window to shit. And I'm like, I know. And Jason looks over and he's like, bro, you are glistening in sweat. You <laughs> oh, have God. to go to the bathroom. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Little do I know there's a line for the one fucking stall in this bathroom. And clearly they're in there doing drugs. And fucking just had the door locked. More than one feet. Because there's two people two in there people. and there's one dude fucking holding the door. And I'm like, yo, bro, I do not give a shit about what's going on. I have to poop. <laughs> do you cocaine public? Like an adult yeah. bathrooms are for shame. <laughs> it's like an adult. Anyways, miss the window. Okay. God. We walk over to the studio to set up for the fucking show. I'm loaded for the second time. I'm full. I gotta poop. First thing I do, <laughs> fucking get right in the studio bathroom and blow that shit up. <laughs> Needless to say, we were a little hammered. Played the set. Had a good time. Got on the radio for a half hour for that and had an interview. And all I gotta say to you kids out there is just, if you're gonna go play the show at midnight, I don't give a shit what party your friend has set up. Go and don't get, don't drink. Don't poop. Well, do poop. Well, do Wasn't poop. that the problem? Poop yeah, early. Yeah. Poop, poop early. Earlier. Don't get loaded. Have a few beers. Go home and hang out. Because I'll tell you, when you're a chubby man and you're sweaty, trying to poop it out, people are in there just getting lit. lit. It ain't no fun. <laughs> Alright, it was fun. Sorry, I don't know. It's a long Dude, story. How do you lay on this couch with your shirt off? Is my question. Like, this does not. Feel it is like, scratchy. It's oh, scratchy. dude, I like it rough. Sweater. If I'm fucking feel like I'm laying in a pile of rocks, I'm alright. Like I've been thinking about that like since you said that. Like, you're you're very much like blue from like the Jungle Book. Like you're yeah. just scratching your back. Up. <laughs> that guy's a pretty scratchy couch. Huh? I think I looked down for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not too bad. Mind you, for the listeners out there, I apologize for everything I've said in the past half hour. But <laughs> this couch is red with green, yellow, and black plaid. And my grandparents gave it to Madison and I. And it was my grandmother's mother's couch, brand new, in their basement with a matching chair that we have in the other room. Needless to say... That fucker ain't coming apart, but it American definitely Huh? <laughs> I said American made. American I'm surprised, yeah, yeah. We go through couches uh, real quick. We yeah. got another one that just broke. We're also fucking peasant stock fucking... And giants. Gigantors. <laughs> fucking... Yeah, that's right. Built for farm life. Put a lot of miles on those couches. Yeah. Farm yeah. life. It was thug yeah, we, we know how to farmer. use a couch. <laughs> the old Murphy household. But, so what's good? Yeah, what you got for us, Dave? Um... I was going to probably talk about uh, my neighbors that I live next to right now. Lit. They're uh, meth lovers. <laughs> oh. Um, 
fish it out of. Yeah, <laughs> and they know all about it, so it's pretty interesting. They're in jail right now. I miss them. Please get out soon. <laughs> Free my <laughs> best neighbors. Hashtag. Free so, my guy. So, like, we want them in there because they're meth lovers. Yeah, it's and, a show. Uh, and but exactly, I stay up way too late playing video games every night, and they stay up with me and get the cops called on them all the time. <laughs> what do they do? Meth? <laughs> Mostly meth. Um, <laughs> Together? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. What True do. love. Know. It's pretty exciting. Every every time I walk outside, someone comes up and is like, "Hey, uh, your neighbors? They're uh, doing this and this and." Uh, Usually, uh, there's like a crew of, of the meth lovers, and um, <laughs> they're all trying to buy a suit with that. There's been a new guy recently, right before, he he's actually the one that got them put in jail. So I guess he lets them borrow their his car all the time, and they took his car around the block, and he called the cops on them for taking their car, so... He just forgot he gave it to them. He, he might have forgotten, I don't know. I mean, but how old is he? The, He's I, he's on mole patrol. He got on mole patrol today. Um, <laughs> is he no another name? I don't know how old he is. His name is Eric, I believe. Mobile um, patrol is our local app for seizures and needs a bailout. Uh, so he, uh, but he called the cops on him. So a, a, another guy came to me and was like, every time I go outside, there's a new person coming to up and straight up and talking to me and telling me, hey, they're stealing all this stuff. They're uh, <laughs> They're uh, having sex with all these people. What and, the fuck? Yeah, what? crazy. Where are you living? It, I kind of miss them already, too. Right I thought Warsaw was better than Elmira. Well, not happened? all of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so the guy that I was talking about that called the cops on him, another guy came to me and was like, hey, this, this guy that called the cops on him really wants the girl in this situation. He wants to be with her. So he called the cops on them. And he's gonna go bail out the girl and leave the guy in there. That's a power what? move. Yeah, oh, bail out the girl and leave the guy in there because he wants to be with her. That's some like meth Game of Thrones <laughs> techniques, like four <laughs> D meth chess. So the uh, so he so my girlfriend goes outside and uh, he comes up and starts talking to her, and he's like, "Hey, I'm on this." Uh, he, he, she thought he was, like, selling her, like, an MLM, like, multi-level <laughs> marketing, like, yo, you need to try this, it's super good. Try this, man. So he comes up to her, and he's like, oh, I'm on that ice diet, you need to, you need to get on it. Um, Straight up horses. You need to get on it, it works really well, I work out sometimes, but, uh. But it really just do a little bit of ice, and it, it keeps your weight right down. It's it's awesome. Hey, I just let the ice. He ain't talking about what that a positive ice water. way to sell meth. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, okay." But uh, well, like I said, I miss them. R.I.P. Three them guys. Them. I mean, but other day the city comes in and um, the entire city. Yeah, yeah. The entire city comes in. They dig up everyone in the city. Digs up their water pipes with their bare hands and shuts their water off. So their house, is, you can't go in it now. There's, There's fucking 30,000 people. It's yeah. condemned. It's like everyone grabbing a handful of dirt. No water for that. Going rabid at their water. Pipes. It's like Shirley Jackson's lottery. Just like they have been chosen for no water in ninth grade English class. Uh, but, uh, the city brings in the excavator, <laughs> digs up their uh, water pipe, 
because apparently they can't find it in the house to shut it off. Yeah, shut it off at the source. They shut they shut down the water, so now the house no one can be in it. Nothing like that. So unsuit for human. I was about to say meditation. they're saying that like that's gonna stop meth addicts <laughs> oh, yeah, squatting yeah, in the house. Yeah. Says you, they don't need water. They need we're on the lookout. They see yeah. anyone. The they cemented the pipes. <laughs> Yo, Dave, you need to get back to the loud, dog. No, you're right. Take your old lady. Take your old lady and get to the loud. I need to. I need the wow in my life. Never thought that that would happen. Not, not to defend meth peddler at your doorstep trying to get your girlfriend hooked on meth. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> You gotta start a new three piece. For meth I don't think you're gonna get oh. the right fan base. Yeah, you want. <laughs> be like, oh, I heard there was meth peddling tonight. It's like, no, it's just a band aid. We don't do that. There's a band out there, a metal band called Meth Mouth, and they're huge. Gross. Um, <laughs> but they sold amphetamines in the '50s as diet pills, like straight up. Oh yeah. Almost oh. meth. We're like. Here, ladies, don't get big. Your husband will divorce you. He fought in WW2. Do math. Bro. Well, I mean... Go ahead. I was going to say, they needed to be broken mentally, too, because their husbands had seen so much terrible shit anymore that, like, you had to break their psyche down, too. You know, my... My he didn't even fight the Jerry's to come home to a fatty. <laughs> my <laughs> Do this math. My grandma straight up told me, now, we're not talking 50s, but we're talking, like, hippie, hippie days, like 60s, 70s. Yeah. Straight up told me that she was like, wait, first off, I need to start this somewhere else. My grandfather, who she was married to, looks at me at 16 and says, P, what do you do when you're, uh, you know, with your buddies partying? I'm like, grandpa. At that point in time, I was strictly drinking Keystone Light. <laughs> Keith. And I'm like, I usually have my friend Nate Murphy buy his Keystone at this convenient. And I got into this huge... I was underage, too. (laughs) For everyone's information. So I'm getting into this huge fucking story, and he's like, no, no, don't ever do speed. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, all right, man, like, I wasn't planning on it. You know, I don't even know if you can find speed anymore, but I wasn't planning on it. It's like, all right, because in my day, it was called Angel Dust, and it really fucked some people up. They fucked me up, but fucked some people up. (laughs) I put the fifth on whether it fucked me up like, or not. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, all right. We're like keggers. Like, there's so, no speed at the parties I go to. Like, Yeah, we're cooking hot dogs on a fucking yeah. oh rock. Yeah. I'm making Cam laugh because I'm making a fucking talk. Yeah. It's like, now I feel like I'm not living my my full life. Like, now I want to try speed. These like, are stealing out. fucking cigars out of a chick's truck to get smoke them and trying to sell fake pie. And my grandfather's like, don't try speed. <laughs> but not as badass as I thought. I'm huh? like, Damn, man. Everybody thinks I'm cool and now I'm not doing speed. Looks like I gotta find a connect. But I, I've never done speed for the record. But fast forward a few years. Okay, now I'm 22, now 23. Now I'm doing speed. Yeah. Now, now I'm full blown on that. <laughs> but I fucking, I'm hanging out with my gram because we lived a house away from each other when I lived on Bloomer Avenue. So me being in my early 20s and spending all of my money on alcohol and working barely and playing in a band, <laughs> I decided... Just enough to buy alcohol. Yeah, just enough to buy alcohol, plus the money that my grandmother probably gave me. I'm like, I'm going down there, and she would provide the food, and I would cook it. It was a win-win six. We'd smoke cigs and talk shit. Mm-hmm. So we get on this conversation about my grandpa telling me not to try speed at 16. Now, my grandmother and my grandfather are two completely different people. That's why it didn't work out. Grandpa's a biker. 
grandma's fucking hit me. Anyway, she, I'm like 22, 23. She's like, just talking to me about random shit, you know. I just loved hearing her stories from back in the day. Because, fun fact, my grandparents were at Woodstock in 69 when my grandmother was pregnant for my uncle. So mm-hmm. my dad was home with their parents, and they were at Woodstock. And I always thought that was cool. But then my grandma goes on to tell the story about how when my grandparents, they were younger. This goes back on the 50s thing, how they were fucking prescribing amphetamines. Say and amphetamines. Amphetamines. Oh, my God. They're right. meth. Math, they're yeah, prescribing they were math, math to people, yeah. for fucking a dietary supplement, which I'm sure still happens at this day and age. But 60s and 70s, speed, they were doing speed, like Angel does the speed, like it was nothing because the doctors were fucking giving it out. What? That you could go to the doctor and be prescribed speed. It wasn't, it was like somebody going to the doctor and getting prescribed. You know how they say... Like Adderall is like math for yeah. people that don't need it. Yeah. Basically that. You yeah. go to the doctor and you're like, I need this. Like I'm drowsy, blah, 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 blah. It's 1968. No one fucking gives a shit about what's going on. They're like, here, take this. And the next thing you know, they're fucking on speed <laughs> all day long. This will make you more productive at work. Yeah. Fucking um, just crazy shit. But yeah, I thought that was insane, man. Completely a book I really like, On the Road by Jack Kerouac. He wrote it in two weeks. On speed. In the 50s, they had, I forget what it was, but it was basically an inhaler that was for, like, allergies, but it was basically, like, low-dose speed. Nebulized. And what you do is instead of taking the inhaler over the tons and tons of puffs that you it was supposed to be, huff the you shit. crack it in half, throw it in some boiling water, and make tea out of it, oh, and chug the tea. What the fuck? But you didn't need a prescription for these inhalers, so they just buy a fucking bunch of them. And then just make a bunch of the tea. And he wrote a like 300 page book in two weeks straight. And he just taped a bunch of papers together and made it as a scroll and walked into his editor's office and just threw out like a hundreds of feet long scroll. It was like, this is the future of books. We're going back to scrolls. And they're like, get out of here, you fucking junkie. And then he had to rewrite it a few times and then... It got published and it became super famous. And I think the owner of the Indianapolis Colts has the original two scroll. weeks fucking scroll. Yeah, well, he's a pill head anyway. Jim so. Irsay? Yo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably because that book's all about fucking doing drugs and listening to jazz. Yeah. Yo, all the jazz fest is going on this weekend. This will be out way after jazz fest. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> For you time travelers yeah, out there, jazz, jazz fest, fest was the weekend we recorded fest. this. I I got I'm not trying to cut anybody off, but I've got to tell you, lost yeah. a train of thought there. Hang on, the inhaler thing way too much speed. <laughs> oh, speed! You'd have a train yeah, of thought. It might not be the right train of thought, but you would have paused for as long as you did. Fuck, if you're it was on definitely. Speed. Oh, okay. So this dude writing a book on fucking in two weeks and getting scrolls and going back to being a god and all that shit or whatever he was. Listen, my blood pressure is so high 24-7 that I can't even imagine doing speed. I went to the doctor once and they were like, yeah, you should be dead right now. What? And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, your fucking heart's like 210 over 170 or 180 or some shit. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, have you been walking around like this? I'm like, clearly. <laughs> I got here. I drove myself here. What do you mean? They're like, you should probably lose some weight. We're going to put you on four blood pressure medications. If I was on speed, I would be like that 
fucking one movie where the dude literally injects himself with meth to keep going. Crank? Crank. All the time. That'd be me. Cranking it. Ready to go. I think Crank's like <laughs> the opposite where like, if he doesn't do that, he'll die. That. I feel like you'd be the opposite. I think you'd just die if yeah. you did speed. Nah, dude. You're the My, opposite of Crank. Guy. Or you transcend. What if I turn... <laughs> you'd reach I, a new level of fucking blood pressure. What if I turn into an alien? Yeah. Tom DeLonge would be fucking happy. Yo, what if that's why your heart's oh, so high? Amazing. You've evolved beyond. You know who the realist is? Ray Dallas and, Blank, and uh, Biggie Smalls is the illest. I wish uh, Reed was here right now. Not Ray Dallas. Reed Dallas. Oh, yeah. Ray Dallas? Yeah. I wish Ray Dallas was Ray Dallas. Did you ever yeah. drop a second track, Dave? <sighs> no. It's just not a in my mind. He's been on a run, dog. Yeah, I haven't seen him. He killed too many people in battle. <laughs> I mean, he was the first YouTube rap star. He's my favorite of all time. Straight up. Yo, Nate, what's been on your mind, Doug? Um, recently I've been playing this game, The Forest. It's yes. pretty sweet. Dave's been playing it with me. Hard. We've been kicking some ass on some cannibals. Lit. But, because I've been looking for these walkthroughs, and it's like a survival horror. You crash on this island, you gotta survive. YouTube's been recommending to me survival videos for Primitive Technology. is a YouTube channel. And it's this dude who is Australian, and goes out into the bush, and he's... On his YouTube page, he has it as his hobby is to go out and do primitive shit on the weekend, basically. He's building mud huts, clay pots, and all this. And his rules are you go out, he wears his same pair of cargo shorts out to cover himself so he can film the videos. But then anything else that he needs, he makes. He's like the first dude on YouTube to do it. Like 10 million subscribers without saying a word or something. Yeah. Like he just. I've shown you some of his videos, but like he just starts. With nothing and goes out with just the camera recording and then he just starts like picks up a rock and some plants and starts doing shit. And then he like slowly is building up to where he, now he's got like a hut, a forge, a kiln to make pottery. Yeah, he's it's really a mini cool. society now. The funny thing that I find about it is looking that we've gotten so far in our evolution stage that where that was where we started, like centering down in one place as a community that it's come full circle to where people go out and live like that as a hobby because they have so much free time because society is so advanced that they go back to the stone age just for fun (laughs) yeah though i will say the thing about those you always have those post-apocalyptic fantasies like society ended i'd restart shit you wouldn't wouldn't. like me and dave got into trying to do like hobby blacksmithing it's so fucking hard to make like anything usable let alone hundreds of nails, like hundreds of things. We yeah. and we'd all just be picking at the edges of society yeah. and yeah. quickly we'd, we'd like just be a scavenger. Yeah, we we'd eat all the canned food and then we'd be like, well, we're fucked. Well, it's, you can learn to grow stuff pretty easily. Even then, like a, it's a like lot of fucking that work. Wipes out cri- crops or something that causes yeah. the apocalypse, but like. But then you still have to build grain storehouses and all that shit. Like, it's so hard to do anything. Like, we're so spoiled to just be able to, I'm going to buy a house instead of like a, oh, I have to build my house, go in the backyard and build the house for a couple weeks yeah. and know how to do that. Well, that was why the town had a blacksmith mm-hmm. and they had a couple guys. And a carpenter. And a car- yeah, and a nail yeah. maker and a tannery. But, yo, can I ask you guys something? Yeah. What up? Nate, I didn't mean to cut you off like that. No, you're good. The guy you were talking about earlier at the camp said we watched videos of. Yeah. Is that the same guy that built the mud hut? Yeah. And then also had like his own heating system under it where yeah. he put the fucking 
the chimney runs the chimney, through you know, yeah. under his bed to Yo. keep his bed. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that guy was still making videos yeah. and shit. I just yeah. found him because I've been playing all these survival games. But, like, I've been looking at it, and I'm like, because I play Minecraft, too, and I'm like, so this is what Minecraft, like, when you make a dirt hut in Minecraft, it's like, this is what it would actually take, like, yeah, making like a bunch making of Yeah, like, making shingles for fucking Dude. hours and hours and letting them bake in the sun. Well, like, cooking your the older ones, too, like, he's using leaves for the, just going and finding palm fronds and flip, splitting them in half, and then tying them together, lashing them up to the roof, like, hours and hours of work just to have a hut to put your stuff in to yeah. keep your stuff dry it's like, like uh, that's the thing i always thought i'd do really good on the show survivor if i wasn't so socially awkward and it would suck at the social aspects of the game and yeah naked. and hey you got a lot of hang sometimes we've learned that from the old man yeah but more the i suck at swimming and like half of the challenges always come down to swimming and my tribe would so vote me out when my, like, you know, like, I'm quiet and shy, but I'm getting fire going, I'm getting shelters built, so they're like, he's kind of useful, and then we have a challenge where I'm fucking doggy paddling into shore, it takes me, like, half an hour, like, hey man, no, I'm fucking terrible, I sink like a rock, I suck, I can back float and I can doggy paddle, and can kick my legs around, like, I suck, I'd just be afraid of sharks, I'd be crying, it would suck, it would take me... The challenge would end, and I'd still be trying to get to shore. The waves just pushing me back, and everyone would just be like, "He's gotta go." The hut's already built. He's gotta go. Yeah, like, we have our infrastructure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> another swimming challenge comes. We're losing with this guy. Like he's just gotta go. This is sad. We more just don't want to even have to talk to him after that display. Swimming's terrible. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, check out the forest though if you haven't played it. It's great game. It's totally need to play that. The best part is at night when sun goes down and you're just doing something and you got your lighter out because that's the only light source the cannibals can see you from a distance and they come check on you we, we've been killing the cannibals but the uh the mutants are actually i prefer to kill the cannibals are actually easier wait what's the mutants just like fucked up people there's three different <laughs> kinds people yeah, yeah. fuse together yeah. like you want to explain these things they're it's hard to explain they're just uh like creepy things that are like you got you got three of them. You got the cowmen, which I think is one of the babies grown up. Yeah, because there's this one called the Virginia, which is basically a vagina because it's six chicks like spackled together. Now they have they like spider them? legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll eat you. Yeah. Also, that's what yeah, cannibal means, my yeah. guy. No, no, no I, I thought that the mutants were like. I didn't know that they were cannibals too. They're, They're like, like the big cannibals. Yeah. Uh, then there's the armsy, which is the male one, who's just got like ten arms. He's like an octopus, but with arms instead of like the the Virgi- the Virginia is more like a spider. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> she scuttles around, and like, her torso comes out. Where this guy's like two legs and then a million arms, and he just kind of flails around and whips you with them. Yeah. But the worst one are cowmen, who I think are the babies that the Virginia have when they finally grow up. They're just these big frat freaking little meatballs that charge you and knock you over and they just stun lock you and keep you knocking you to the ground and knocking you to the ground and you lose all of your armor but the best part is once you kill one of these mutants you cut their skin off and you wear it and that's the best armor yeah, what? yeah. Crazy. It's, it's real creepy it's called the creepy armor i need to play this game man yeah it's sweet get a ps4 and hop on with us we need another one on our tribe yeah can you just, like, hop on whenever? Like, if I yeah. got it and started? It... Yeah, like, you can play by yourself. Like, 
so I host a server, like a local server for me and Dave to play on. Yeah. So like we hop on together, like we text each other and we're like, yo, we're getting on here to slay some canies. Well, we're playing on like the easiest survival difficulty mm -hmm. because this is our first time doing it. But like I watch some people that do it on the harder difficulties and you have to like pay attention to the calories you eat. And you can gain and lose weight, and it what? makes it it makes it harder to like become more athletic if you're overweight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know that. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yo, what's up? I need to do some fishing. Yeah, I've been on fucking Amazon all day looking at. This is weird. Shouldn't be on there looking at that, but it's <laughs> porn on Amazon. No, no, yeah. Oh, uh, fucking uh, Gary Yamoto Sankos, man, they're eight ninety nine a pack. I mean, I've caught catfish and bass on these things. Eagle fish on me. Eagle fish on me. One time, I'll get you catching a fish. Or you'll just catch them all. Cam gets so fucking mad at me. Me and Paris were literally sitting six inches away from each other at Aldrich one day, and he caught six fish, and I caught none. He's got, and he was literally like pulling them. Like, that's oh, how Vinny is when, dad, yeah. when Vinny goes with Dad. He catches every fish. Yo, we were at Sealy's Creek, and Cooch and I were down there. Cam had called me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're fishing. You know, come down here. He's like, all right, I'll be there soon. He flies down. He comes. The way you got to come down there is like, or go down there, it's like, you got to come down the bridge and walk down the, the Which dike. bridge? The bridge where it turns 45 out past Southport. Out like, past Maple. Like out past, yeah, you're on Maple Avenue. Okay. And uh, it hits 45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You park off to the right, but you want to, like, walk off to the left. You walk down the dike, and then probably, I don't know, what did you say, like 50 yards down somewhere? You guys are probably, like, 100 yards 100 down. 100 yards down. 50, 75, something like that. I don't know how bad it is since. There's a bunch of holes in Sealy's Creek where you can just slam smallmouth. And uh, Cam gets, like, halfway down walking to us, and he, he's yelling. I can barely hear him. And he's like, oh, I, hear, I see you're already starting with your bullshit. <laughs> Because he was halfway down the dike and I was pulling a fucking yeah. fish out. I literally see the two of them and he's pulling a fish out already. It's like, cool. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love fishing. But, I mean, sometimes it's hard for me like everybody else. Sure. But I've been gone since I was a child. Yeah. And I, I fucking hated it. Yeah. I won, a, I won a competition. Did you? I did, yeah. A father, or a, a grandfather's grandson competition did your grandpa pull the weight no he got second in the old men's group and i got first in the child's nice. group so, uh but i haven't since i was and every time i'm like in walmart or something and i see a fishing pole i'm like i want to go fishing i should grab really it's kind of fun we've gone a few times and then i'm always like ah but i hated it before it was yeah. so boring but that's only because i was a child and didn't want to just stand there for, I wanted yeah, to run around forever, and throw rocks at trees and i wanted in the water. i've been thinking about doing dude it. it's been fun we've been doing that we've been shooting yeah. clays too yeah. shooting clays yeah, shooting yeah. Clays. we've done that like three or four times I mean, we, we need to do that before. probably more like three we need to get back on the airsoft again yes yeah. we do we need, need to do some airsoft too i haven't done that in a minute i uh i'll tell you guys though i went being in Chemung County for the past, you know, my entire life, 26 now, I fucking, <laughs> I hated 
Fushima River. Everybody was constantly talking about, oh, fishing there is best, this, that, the other. I never caught shit. But it wasn't until I got older or realized what I needed to use and started figuring out the spots that I caught. Had to figure out how to river fish? Yeah, pretty much. A little trickier? I mean, in the first time I went down and caught something big, I caught a striper bass, and that was off a snag. I can't even lie to that. I was, I was running a lure through, and I snagged it, pulled it out. Then a couple years, I took off. From fishing down there because I like fishing ponds and shit like that. Yeah. I went back down because I really enjoy cat fishing. And cats mostly bite at night. I went down on the south side of the river and actually got a gas station hot dog. <laughs> Put that bitch on and within five minutes I slammed the biggest cat I've caught in my life. Was it like a 7-Eleven hot dog? Uh, no, it was a, what's the place on the south side? Fast Track. It's a Fast Track roller hot dog. Oh, so yeah. pretty much Aww. like a 7-Eleven hot dog. Dog. Is it fast track? Yeah, it may have. It may I have think, been I think the fast track right here <laughs> is the first fast track. Fast track, track we got put in. No, I think it, it, it's a fast track. It's a fast yeah. track. They used to have a chicken yeah. chicken spot in there. Oh, but, oh yeah, I know where you're talking about. Yeah, the one one by entry. Southside's yeah. whack. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, fuck Southside. Okay, um, you laid that place out. Is my only thing with the Southside. Exactly. Like, why is it all diagonal? I made a city. And then a couple of weeks north later, north and south, east and west. A couple weeks later, I went down to West Elmira with my buddy Steve, and like I was talking about earlier with the fishing thing, looking for Sankos online, I caught a fucking catfish in West Elmira on a Sanko. Just yanked that bitch out. I'm telling you right now, you want to go fishing? Let's go. Come out. Let's go. Let's go. Right now. Get a fishing pole. Show us how to do it. I'll fucking get it done. I'm, I'm loaded. I might fall asleep, but I'll go. Carry <laughs> <laughs> you, man. <laughs> All right, we got to end this fucking shit. We're yeah. going way over. Love you. So, yeah, with me today is my Paris Dowdle. What's up, Joe? Not going to shout out the old fucking swollen rooster? Well, I was about to be cutting me off. I was giving the dramatic pause. Hang on, yo. All right, for real, he did just remind me because I'm loaded. Swollen Rooster, <laughs> SoundCloud, Facebook, YouTube, get after it. Poor Farmer, Thug Life, let's get it, Dave. David Charles Moore. Oh, uh, yeah. Like you said, Poor Farmer, Thug Life, easy stuff. Barn Bangers. Barn um, Bangers. Um, come to the New Moonies. Uh, it'll be open hopefully by the time this goes on. Don't bring math Bring in, in Athens. Okay, in Athens. Oh, thank there's you. gonna be math. Oh, definitely math next door. <laughs> <laughs> That's your autobiography between Laubin, your new in place, Athens. working in Athens, yeah. math next door. It was horse Sorry, you good? Uh. Yeah, um, if you want another game recommendation, check out Chasm. I've also been playing that. It's pretty sweet. It's a little side-scrolling RPG, and uh, it's nice-looking. If you like the old Castlevanias, you'll probably like this. And I'm Cameron Murphy. We got a Facebook page. We've got a Twitter I never use. You can email us at uh, everything's I-B-O-M-N-P-O-D at you know Gmail, at Twitter, before the things, pod. I B O M M pod. Um, this minute it's been on my mind. That's about all I fucking do right now. I'm trying to get into some new stuff. Gonna be shooting music videos for Paris for Swollen Rooster. Swollen Rooster. Might start another podcast soon. We'll all see. I'll keep everyone Ooh. updated on shit. Fresh off the coop. But we're gonna end on a little bit of 
words of wisdom from David Charles Moore. Yeah, the third. <laughs> the third. Um, I don't have any words of wisdom, but uh, love meth. <laughs> <laughs>